Welcome to another amazing episode of Gaslighting. I'm here with joined by some beautiful young ladies, Miss Essence of the Far Right, Miss yes. Jaskel right here, and of course the one and only Miss Taylor. All right, so today on episode 61, we're discussing gaslighting within relationships. Jaskel, have you ever experienced or been a victim of gaslighting? Um, actually, I've gaslit myself. Ooh. Right. So, um, who do you think you are? Even sitting on this couch right now, mm-hmm. like, who's going to listen to you? Why do they want to listen to you? Um, people are going to say stuff about you. They're going to pick on you. Like, I have really had to unlearn. I'm 33, you know, 30-something years of trying to hold myself back. And I'm sure that came from childhood. I'm sure that came from, you know, friends or you know what have you but I had to learn to listen to my inner voice like that is the person that knows the most like everything I need is already inside of me Mm -hmm. so if I feel that I am worthy to be on the episode of Black Fly on the Wall like everything that I have everything inside of me is all I need to be on this episode absolutely because I mean gaslighting is essentially you know manipulating someone or yourself into questioning their own sanity right so on a serious note, we understand that gaslighting is real, but also too, like Jaskel was saying, you can sometimes manipulate yourself to make you question yourself to then where you also conflict your own sanity to ask yourself, am I worthy enough? Sometimes people call that imposter syndrome, right? right? Sometimes like, am I worthy enough to be in this space? Am I worthy enough to be... Um, run this business am i worthy enough to be an amazing business owner and am i worthy enough to trying something completely new and different out of the box and so like it does i think gaslighting and imposter syndrome are sometimes things that we can kind of put on ourselves a lot of times as well but also too gaslighting happens whenever engaging in toxic relationships whether that's toxic relationships with family members relationships boyfriend girlfriends whatever taylor have you ever experienced gaslighting or been the person that was gaslighting someone else <laughs> it happens it does no, happen. it does i mean i'm sure i've been on the receiving end and on the gaslighting end um i think in general people have their uh argumentative tactics they have their defense methods i think they have their attack methods Mm. and that is a method that people deploy I think it's very easy to do so because Mm -hmm. you don't have to take accountability in a conversation in a relationship for some of the things that you may not be um, giving to your partner or um, it's a way of not hearing what they're saying to you right and like Um, Drake said you're working with the spatula like you know how to flip it. That, that's a way. Yes. That's that's, yeah, a, that's that gaslighting. That was a great. That's yeah. right. yes. Yeah. That's yes. gaslighting. Like yes. you know, like you constantly are, you know, trying to work through a particular issue or, or complication within a relationship of itself, and you work with the special. Like you always flip it on the other person. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's a way of not taking accountability, and like so, you make somebody else feel bad about themselves mm-hmm. as a method of not taking accountability. And there I think sometimes people do that. And they don't know. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that you can genuinely have grown up seeing that and think that's your measure of health or normalcy. 
And I think oftentimes it's important that, like, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of therapy. Mm-hmm. I'm in therapy every week. Absolutely. I'm going to be in therapy, Dope. I think, for, like, until I die. There you will. Because, no, for real. <clears throat> it's because important. Because it's my intentional space to work on myself yeah. and to hold a mirror to myself and sometimes to inquire and discuss and reflect about, like, is this normal? Because I grew up in spaces where... It, I knew it was uncomfortable, but it became the norm. And so sometimes I'm looking for a barometer of, like, what's healthy? Mm-hmm. What's healthy? And mm-hmm. so sometimes you engage and you do things because you've seen it and you don't know any different. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Taylor. I think it's it, when you're doing it on purpose, because I do agree also that, like, it can be just what you've learned growing up. But I think it's a way to not have to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. If I can just point out everything that's wrong with you, I never have to look at what's wrong with me. So I'm going to figure out every single thing I can so that the conversation never gets back to me. Exactly. It's always on you. You always are the problem. You always have something to fix. Exactly. And I think that's the number one tell, tell sign in any type of relationship. If it's always one person, then it's probably more often you, the person that's pointing the finger than it is that person. Right. So I've only been in one relationship. So when I was thinking about gaslighting, I thought about it on like a spectrum, um, which is sad because I feel like gaslighting is a new term that just came out with, you know, social, not yeah. came out with social media. It's existed, well, social media but pushes it. Exactly. Yeah. Like right. toxic and di- right. different words that triggers right, um, right, right. that are buzzwords. Uh, but I couldn't think of like a situation, but then I was like, okay, let's think about it. But there have been several moments where I was with my ex. I'm like, am I crazy? Like, you know, yeah, or I'm that's, like, yeah. that's the, that's, that's the, the thing, you know, like it, it, it makes you judge. Gaslighting makes you judge your perceptions and it makes you judge, question your judgment. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like what I'm experiencing right now in this current moment is, am I perceiving what the reality that I'm currently in? It's kind of like almost like some people, um, when doing research talk about just being in a daze or like a fog like gaslighting is a real like conscious it's like conscious mental warfare yeah it's fatiguing it wears you down mm-hmm. to a point where second you're, guess yourself. You, you second guess yourself right so i think it's important for us to always like to look at it and i think what you said the key word that you said that was true is spectrum like gaslighting isn't spectrum you said something critical about how you were in therapy weekly because of like you know upbringing and i feel like us as african-americans have to shift the way that children are raised to where it's not normalized to be like to experience trauma right it's not normalized Mm -hmm. to experience uh, a negative atmosphere or a negative environment like it's not normal so like we have to progress away from that that feeling like it's normal for me to feel down until i get to adulthood and can now do the things that I want to do, one right. that I want to do. Right. So it's important for children to live a life of abundance, to live life free, to live be, to be happy, because those are years and time that you can't get back. Absolutely. Right? But to, to be able to, to, but to get there, you have to be working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that the quality of your relationships is a direct reflection of your work on yourself. Absolutely. Because if I'm working and changing myself and I approach the way I communicate with people, that will shift our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think the big thing is that I've become so intentional about whatever I feel like I'm not getting in the other person, that I really like work hard to deliver that to them because it can't, I feel like in that type of exchange, it comes back around. Yeah. And it shifts and it elevates the relationship every time I shift and elevate. And so I think when you're speaking about how children are raised, like that, that is the work you do right now on yourself. Mm-hmm. That doesn't 
that doesn't it doesn't happen like you become a parent and you all of a sudden get it all. Yeah. Right. You have to like it's your children are a direct reflection of your work on yourself like every other relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of accountability. Yes. Right? I think accountability should be in every single thing that you do. It should be in how you communicate with your friends. It should be specifically in the relationships that, especially the ones that you receive trauma in. So, like, uh, what you're saying is echoing, like, an old African proverb that says what is in is what is out. Mm -hmm. So what you have internally is what comes out into reality of what you're experiencing on a daily basis. Yeah. Which is why the therapy and all those other things are important. But it's also a proponent of gaslighting, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, we all are proponents of manifestation. And the law of attraction. So, like, if you're constantly attracting these relationships that are toxic, you're constantly attracting these men or women that are bringing this gaslighting into every relationship that you're in. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence that you are the common denominator of that. Right. So, I, men I and women, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Because, because all of these, even for the fellas, like I tell my friends this all the time, all of these women from different states, different cities. Different friends groups are not getting together before they date you and you having these same experiences. So what you have to be critical of is understanding that, hmm, is there something that I have to change in my mentality about the people and the type of people that I date so that I don't continue to experience the same cycle that I'm experiencing? Because we are thought Right. The universe is mental. So everything that we think in our feelings, our emotions, the things that we say are a proponent of our reality. So we have to continue to make sure that we are accountable and saying, you know what, I'm going to break the cycle of no longer dating men that gaslight me within relationships. Yeah. And then once you make that, let you go. But once you make that commandment, though, it's a commandment. Yeah. So once you command that into the atmosphere, it will no longer happen. See, at first, when you first made your statement, I was like, no, I was that's ready why to That's why it's important. Right. See, so I know, I knew where y'all was going. That's why it's important me, to listen to the whole thing. I'm still let me, like, let me, Let me really, because, but I understand how you feel, though. Yeah. It's, it's an yeah. emotional response. Well, see, for my thing, I think, I feel like, okay, there's like a saying, basically, to be wise, you would have once had to be foolish, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, you, you're, at one point, you were a fool, um, but now that you have that wisdom. So, the part that I agree with you on is, when you recognize that, okay, trigger, like it, it happened again, or this is what I'm experiencing, now you're wise to see it. You know, catch my therapist, I go to therapy too every day. Well, every week. Every week. Every week. But he always says, like, catch it, check it, change it. You know? Okay. So now that I'm aware like that. Like that, that that's a thing. Say that again. Say that again. Catch it, it, check it, change that's, that's it. What, that that would have cost us $50 right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. $50 like with my copay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, so I agree with that part. So now that you've acknowledged that, okay, this is a pattern. Now it's up mm. to you to change it. But originally, like if you don't even know what gaslighting is, if you've never been in that situation, you're gonna have to go through that. Absolutely. To yeah. yeah. I mean, I think though. I mean, I 100% agree with what he's saying because that means that you are accountable. Like you can't say, oh, well, all the guy, all men are trash. It's like. You have to realize what about you is attracting this or what are you attracted to inside of these men? What brokenness inside of you is attracted to the brokenness inside of them? And you keep going back to it. Why do you keep going back to it? Where did you come from? Childhood or what have you. And so once you realize it, like even if you meet that man again, you're going to recognize him sooner. 
you know, it might have took the flaws. Yeah, you're gonna right. recognize that this is the same man as before, this is the same man as my father, or this was the same man as my uncle, my mom. This is I keep finding this person. Mm-hmm. And so once you go through therapy, like again, I'm in therapy too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could go every day. Um, but like you wreck it, you get the tools. So again, what you were saying, like, okay, you you have to go through it once. I do understand that. But if you keep going through it, like you have to look at yourself. Like you can't blame the people that's around you. And um, um, I wanted to like y'all what y'all was saying about the child like it triggered me so much because um, I dated my ex right and I used to tell him how I feel so I'm in therapy and I'm learning my therapy practices right mm-hmm. so I'm telling him I'm using my words like you make me feel this way no I don't and I'm like you know it, it didn't make sense to me so then I finally had a conversation with his mom right she did the, I felt like I was arguing with him mm. because and I learned that's where he gets it from. He never got validated as a child. He never learned these tactics as a child. So therefore now he might not understand that he's gaslighting me, but he but I see where it came from. Uh, and so uh, yeah, it is yeah, so important absolutely. to learn now. You don't it's not when you become when you have children. Like you learn now so we can practice with each other. Mm-hmm. Like if you if essence as my friend came to me and said, Hey, just yeah, what you said really hurt me, I have to then acknowledge that. I have to change it. I have to catch it. Catch it. Check uh-huh. it. Check it. Change and then change it. it. Yeah. Especially if go. I value you. Especially if I value our relationship, then that's going to be what I what I will want to do. And like you know, we said at the beginning, gaslighting is not always purposeful. But when you are told about it, when you when you get the knowledge, then you have to change it, or you're just going to keep completing these cycles, especially with your children. And too, we also have to be open minded to the fact that everybody can't afford therapy, right? Mm-hmm. That's a major, major issue within the community, within the therapy world, within the mental health world. Mm-hmm. I work in a hospital hospital setting where I see people come in day in, day out, schizophrenic, bipolar, all of these mental health disorders that don't cannot afford the services that they need right so um i think i think also too within gaslighting we have to be uh empathetic to victims Mm -hmm. to the fact that not everybody has had the example or the life experiences to say hmm i don't know how to recognize gaslighting so i continue to be in these situations or i don't have a therapist right that can check me and say hold on like what you're saying about this particular instance isn't really the individual is more so you You have to change your mindset on that. So I think it's, it's, it's about also like gaslighting is about being empathetic to the victims, but also understanding accountability and how we can make those things play with one another. I was going to speak to like a big thing that's un, I think uh, the underlying theme of what we're speaking to is awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I think there's an expectation in all of this that somebody becomes aware of what gaslighting is or what healthy relationships look like mm-hmm. and then having that mean enough to them to change it mm-hmm. and sometimes people have come from a place of uh, this is normal yeah that there's not an incentive to change because they don't know what's possible right. and I think I think it's important even in gaslighting um, and in relationships that you start to define for yourself what you would like what healthy relationships look like, Mm -hmm. Um, affirming and speaking to traits within yourself that contribute or create healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. But I think awareness is number one, but it also has to matter to you to change. There's things that I know about myself that I'm still not ready to change. I don't like them. They make me uncomfortable. I judge myself around them, but it's still not enough to make me change. Mm -hmm. And so I think people have to 
want different, they have to see different, they have to know what different feels like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's, I think, what keeps people stuck. And I think you just said one of the most powerful things that I believe in the universe is desire. Desire is one of the most critical and the most strongest emotions that an individual can feel as it pertains to the things that they want to change, to the things that they love, mm-hmm. to the areas that they want to progress in. Motivation. Um, the motivation, mm-hmm. the desire to do well, the desire to be in a healthy relationship, the desire to grow personally, the desire to be a wife, to be a husband, to be a great mother, to be a great father. Like before you get to being great, you have to desire that thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think what you said about awareness is critical because it's like, we oftentimes attach ourselves to a label, but like whenever you said that, something resonated with me and said, I was like, hmm, whenever you were a child and you drank something that was spoiled, mm-hmm. you didn't know the bacteria that was in it. You just knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so like Absolutely. we have to be the same way in yeah. relationships. It's like you may not be able to be able to put the term on it, but you know it doesn't You don't know if it's gaslighting, you don't know what it is, but something ain't right. That's right. Even when you ask the question, you know, me and Essence, I think we're both on the same page. Like, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm sure. You know something right. But even in awareness and everything and creating the space, I feel like having this conversation and resources, like you said, is going to like change things because mm-hmm. even if people can't afford, you know, therapy or can't recognize it, like we said, like you don't, you have to question yourself, like, have I been gaslit? Mm-hmm. But if you create a space and people are talking about it and they're like, well, this happened to me because, you know, in the black community, we don't talk about stuff. Right. right. But don't talk you're about like, it. oh, that, that sounds like something my, you know, my boyfriend did. Now you're like, yeah. you're helping other people become aware and that too, this is exactly what it is. And too, like, it's empathy for ourselves. Like, us as a black community have been through so much. Mm-hmm. We've been through a generation of of mothers raising daughters who are now our mothers mm-hmm. in a toxic environment. And that's been t- passed down to us because mm-hmm. it was normal 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was normal 100 years ago. Yep. We're coming out of... Uh, slavery transitioning yeah. into uh, into Jim into Crow, a phase Jim Crow segregation. Mm-hmm. We never had a time to take a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. that trauma. Mm-hmm. That's trauma. The trauma, yeah. like it's, trauma. It's built. In, it's, <laughs> it's built into our DNA. Yeah. So, like, even myself, I've been to therapy with, by myself, and I've been to therapy with my father. And what I've learned is that whenever I saw a man that I've always admired but never really been able to get along with in my adulthood, when I saw him break down. And have a moment of vulnerability. That's when I understood. The light bulb came on with me and said, "Like this is a this is a human. Yes, yeah. This is a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take away the father role. Right. Take away the right. all that. Right. That is, that this is, is a human powerful. being that has been through yeah. something. It gives you empathy right. in a way that you didn't have because you're looking at your father like you're my parent. I didn't mm-hmm. ask to be here. Right. I didn't mm-hmm. ask to have to do this work." You know, and it's like, I think when you free yourself from that and you see the human and it's like, how would that knowing what you know about this human, what type of human would like come out of those circumstances? Right. Right. Absolutely. What you've gotten. It's what you make in. It's what you make. If you make if you go and make if you go into a lab and you make something in a contaminated environment, you get what you make is going to the contamination is going to be. Your, the contamination is going to be within that. And so like we are we have to consistently look and say, hmm. Self-analyzation is key. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do? When I started looking at my dad as a human being, yeah, and I started to increase my awareness with the books that I read, yeah, yeah. the things that I listened to, I listened to a lot of Sai Guru, a lot of Deepak Chopra, and listen to how these men talk about vulnerability and talk about looking at people as human beings, people that have also been through things. And I realized, I'm like, my dad behaves in a certain type of way because of the things that he's been, been through. through. Yeah. So who am I to really judge him? Yeah. Based on his behaviors. And also you have to, like you said, like you strip away the title because it's not like we sat down and said, okay, hey, this is what a son is. This is what a dad Mm -hmm. is. So you have your you what you think a dad is supposed to be. And if he doesn't match up to that, then it's wrong. It's like, no, he doesn't match up to that. But you can look at this person, your friend, your boyfriend your whatever and say, okay, but what is this person doing? They they haven't said it like this, but they're saying it like that. They aren't doing it like this. They're doing it like that. And when you have the empathy, you can foster that relationship like okay well this is what i need from you instead of just it's like okay well you're a dad so you're supposed to play catch right. with me i don't yeah. even i didn't play catch with my dad so how was i supposed to know to play right. catch with you right. and whatever so it's like it but if you sit down with your father you know there are certain situations but if you just explain to them your friend whatever somebody that loves you hey this is what i need from you then mm-hmm. they're gonna try to rise to that occasion but you have to let them do it in their way that's that's how i, like, I love my dad to death and that's how our relationship was able to rebound to where it is today is because I said, you know what? I was in therapy and I said, my therapist said, you have to let it go. Mm. You cannot go back to the past. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot go back and go back to when he was a child and retrain him and give him all these positive experiences yep. that would now make him the man that you want him to be. Yep. When he said, when will, when, when are you going to let it go? Mm. And I said, you know what? Damn. Right now, I guess. Right now, I guess. I say I have to let it go. Once I let it go, it freed up the relationship. Yeah, Yeah, it freed up the relationship. Me me holding on to it. It gave him so much space. Yeah. You gave him so much space to grow any type of way. When you put that person in this narrow space, and then they're scared. Yeah, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to step out. But if you give them all the. And he told me that. He told me he was afraid. Yeah. He told me he was afraid of addressing his demons. Mm. You just said it. That, and that was, was deep for that was deep for a man to be to suppress his ego in that particular mm. moment to lower his self esteem and to say that mm. because it's like damn he showed that in that yeah. moment he showed me that's what a father is. Ooh. He showed me that like a father is a person that is that's is not right afraid here. to be vulnerable. <laughs> right. That a, a father is a man that's not afraid to be vulnerable, but understand he's still gonna under, he's still gonna maintain the respect from his son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because vulnerability doesn't mean that we're gonna lose respect. And I feel like even seeing him go through the process of being married to my mom, him growing up, I'm like this is a man that experienced gaslighting his entire life. Mm-hmm. So you only replicate the behaviors that you are yeah. consistently experienced. Taylor yeah. uh, just said it, but honestly, I feel like through that situation, you know, we're going to be like the catalyst of change. Mm-hmm. Like oh, in absolutely. our family. And you have to be. This generation. Because, this generation is. You know, like you said, our parents experienced it. Our grandparents experienced it. But like even seeing us heal changes them. Us it changing does. our yeah. perspective mm-hmm. like molds them. And I've seen that with yeah. my own, you know, parents as well. Yeah. And then you say that about like you made a great point because like not only are we gaslighting each other in our homes the world is gaslighting us as black men as black women you're aggressive uh you can't wear your hair like Mm -hmm. that oh you're not you're not as smart oh well you know it's only two uh african americans in your program like are you sure you're gonna make it and things like that so it's like when we were brought over here and and certain practices were given to us we just kept doing that to each other not knowing why like yeah it's uh, um 
you know, slavery syndrome. Like we kept doing the same things until now. Like you said, this generation is like, well, why? Well, hold on. Well, what does this mean? Why should we do this? Do we should we continue this or should we not continue this? Um, talking about our emotions, talking about our feelings, like you know, it was at one point like our parents toughened us up or did things to us because they knew what the world what was waiting outside our door. But it's like obviously that didn't help. That wasn't the way to go. But trial and error like yeah. we had to we right. had to learn first that this wasn't it so that now we're here and this generation is here to change and it. the thing about the thing about gaslighting unfortunately we have to be the ones that carry that weight as children of the previous generation because who else is going to do it right, right. so well, with with trial but with trial and error i don't think but, we have to carry the weight but I, I believe that with trial and error mm-hmm. who's going to experience the error in life in life we look at oh Okay, we 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 made a great achievement in the trial, but somebody had to bear the tree has to bear the fruit. So the tree has to go through wintertime and experience the cold, experience the struggle mm-hmm. until spring and summertime comes around to harvest the fruit. So there was an amazing quote that says, Some seed all seeds are buried, but not all seeds become plants. So we have to continuously look at it and say, Hmm, damn. So that means that somebody has to go through something in order for me to experience positivity. Right. Because the world all evolves on the axis of polarity. It's negative and it's positive. It's yin and it's yang. So that's, that means that where, where somebody is experiencing happiness, somebody is experiencing pain. Where somebody is experiencing sorrow, somebody is have, experiencing and having a positive effect of the birth of their child. So it's like, hmm. So and what you said was critical because you're like, you know what? We have to be the ones that carry the torch, just like the generation before us and the generation before them was Absolutely. the ones that carried the yeah, torch coming out of slavery. So it's like they paid, right, they paid. We often hear about especially the civil rights movement that yeah. they paid the price for us to be able to come into this space right now. Live, speak freely without being police driving up and and having something crazy happen to us or a white mob attacking us, right? We we they paid the price for us to have this positive experience, yeah. And so it's like, man, it's like I I now whenever I when I realize that in order for me to propel my dad's relationship from that toxic environment, it was like hmm, I have to be the one responsible enough to to suppress my ego and do that. But it never progressed to that level until I say because I will always attach to the the fact that I was the son, son. I yeah. shouldn't have to do this. That's, you're that's the ego. adult. Yes, yeah. You're ego. the adult. You should be doing yeah, it. Yeah. You know, my therapist said because I said the exact question, and he was like, "Well, who else gonna do it? Who else? Because you can either continue to exist in this space where you're miserable and you're upset about it, and you, or you can do the work to like free yourself mm-hmm. from this space. And what I will say about gaslighting is, I feel like the 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 huge issue with it um, is that it undermines your sense of trusting yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think if you don't have a sense of like trusting your decisions in this Mm -hmm. world it undermines how you show up in every other space Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's so detrimental because if you can't trust yourself you won't trust that you're making good decisions and you'll second guess yourself and you'll hesitate you won't start the business you won't build the relationships you won't you know it undermines it's such a uh what do I want to say? Not cyclical, but like it, it, it kind it, of snowballs. It, it, it snowballs yeah. into different yeah. things, other areas. It undermines your sense of self, period. And I think you don't have to know the term to start understanding when it's like you're not, you're in a relationship and you're not feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're not able to make decisions mm-hmm. um, without 
checking and going to everybody. And mm-hmm. you, you know, like when I, my therapist said one time, when you find yourself talking to more than two people about something, then you need to go to that person, Ooh. or you need to like bar. check back in with yourself. That's Absolutely. And Shout out like, to the therapist, gave, man. It gave me a right. quantitative kind of thing where I, I would you say, what, what was the, the three C's? Catch it, catch it, catch it, change it. There you go. She gave me something that helped me like catch it. Because sometimes you're moving in such a automated response because your mm-hmm. brain's always trying to like offload things that are like if it causes difficulty, your brain's trying to learn it, offload it, so mm-hmm. it becomes an automatic response. And so sometimes when we're talking about like awareness, there's so many things that have been offloaded into an automatic response that you gotta like you gotta get it you gotta catch it. And so my therapist gave me like a number. It's two. More than two people, you need to come that's, back to That's, that's a jam, for self. real. Absolutely. I feel like, and that, that's what gaslighting does, right? Just to sum it up, that's what gaslighting does. It puts us in a state of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the that is the, the echoing, and I think that is the, the undertone of this conversation is that it places us it places us in a in a spirit like a you're off your square you're insecure you're feeling vulnerable you're feeling mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. you're powerless you're disappointed in self it's all these things that make you question self now to to leave the listeners with some something that's critical i believe is that what you pour into your spirit is what's going to be able to counter that negative energy Right. Mm-hmm. So the books you read, the podcast mm-hmm. you listen to, mm-hmm. the healthy conversations. If you got that friend that's Miss Positive, like yeah. Little Miss Positive, you know what's going on right now? <laughs> little Miss Positive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's critical. Like, yeah. call that friend that's positive, not mm-hmm. the one that's always going to hype you up and be like, girl, you should go do this and right. you should do that. Right. Even though that makes you feel good, sometimes you got to be like, damn. Yeah. Let me go ahead and call her real quick. Yeah. So she can yeah. tell me about myself and give me the information that I need. So I think mm-hmm. what we pour into our spirit is going to be key to counteracting gaslighting. Yeah. Because whenever, if you have so much positivity poured into you, and then you run into something negative, you automatically recognize exactly what tools. it is. Yeah. You yeah, have that intuition. Yeah. Right. So because what what the what you talked about like was running on that rat wheel, right? Where you feel like you on automation. Is because whenever you pour all that positive energy into yourself, you you're now your new automation your is positive is, is high vibration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So gaslighting mm-hmm. is a low vibrational activity. Right. Absolutely. Whenever you whenever you're in that space, and sometimes the most um, what our what our viewers may be able to uh, correlate it to the most is that whenever you're such in a space for like two or three weeks, you locking in, you reading, you working out, you eating healthy, you haven't been going out, you haven't really seen your friends, you just been in a positive space. Mm-hmm. And then your homegirl be like, let's go to the club. Yeah. You're like, mm, your spirit is like, I'm not really feeling it. Right. And that's the same way that if you continuously work on your spell space, you work on yourself, remain accountable. Whenever you go out into the world and you experience these relationships that are positive or negative for you, mm-hmm. you have the insight and the intellect within your subconscious to recognize what's good for you and what's bad for you. Yep. So absolutely. Gaslighting your relationships. Amazing yeah. conversation. Thank you. That was good. You did good, Taylor. You did good. That was great. That was good. That was good.
think that I want this, I like this, no, I love this, the feeling, I'm lovesick, can't help this, so selfish, you make me weak, oh yeah, any day of the week, oh yeah, heartbeat on repeat, oh yeah, goes on and on and on and on, you make me weak, oh yeah, any day of the week, oh yeah. 